welcome to the round table with Abram and Aisha. Hi everyone, welcome back. We are definitely glad to be here. Um, we had a few technical difficulties today. Yeah. Almost seemed like it wasn't going to be able to get done today, but we're here. The Lord is faithful and he got us through it, right? Yeah, he answered my prayer. I asked him to help us and here we are talking to you. And here we are. So... Um, today we're going to talk about something I don't know if we ever really, maybe we've mentioned it in other podcasts, but I don't know if we spend a time actually talking about this and it's going to be about forgiveness. Yeah. About, I guess a few years ago, um, I had started a Facebook blog series or whatever, and it was called discovering who you are in Christ. And I pulled that up this morning as um, Abram was trying to get the computer to work and and get everything, um, get a sound. We were having sound issues. But anyways, as I pulled it up, I thought, oh, that is really good. Um, discovering The series was called Discovering Who You Are in Christ. And the particular topic I talked about that that time was forgiveness. Um, and our scripture reference would be 1 John 1, verse 9. Abram, you want to read it or you want me to read it? Okay, he said me. So it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The whole thing about um, the series of discovering who you are in Christ. We'll get into the forgiveness part in a, in a second. Um, Abram was just talking to me and he said, you know, I want to do something or I want to, um, I guess have a podcast that can help new believers that can help, um, any believer really, um, to know what they have when they come to the Lord to know the covenant that they have. In our last podcast, we mentioned a better covenant and, um, and we do have a better covenant. And part of that covenant is the ability to receive forgiveness from our father. But the other aspect of it is the ability to forgive others as well. Um, we see in the scriptures where Jesus said, and if you have fought against your brother, forgive. Um, we have that ability to receive forgiveness from him. For when we mess up, as we just read in First John 1, 9, that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we have nothing where we are um, blemished free, if yeah, you will. we're made righteous. We're made righteous when we come and confess our sins to the Lord. But then more importantly, not more importantly, but just as importantly, we can forgive others. And you may say, man, Aisha, you don't know what this person did to me or this person wronged me or this is, I mean, some of this stuff is just un an unforgivable act. But that's the beauty of the covenant you have with the Lord. You can do it in him. Yeah, I was while you're talking, I was thinking about you say, well, you don't know what this person did to me. Think about what we have done to God as as man. Um, he's made us in his image. He's 
wanting to have a relationship with us, and then we turn our back on them. And we do the very opposite of what we were created to do. The devil comes into the world, and we follow him. He tells us not to stray to the right or the left. We go to the right or the left. In our political arena, we have the left and the right, (laughs) which is kind of funny, but I won't continue on that lines. But we have done, uh, we have slapped the face of God, literally, by our sin and our wickedness. But yet, he still loved us. Still. It's it's almost like we, we tell our children, we tell them to do something. And then they outright do the exact opposite of what we told them to do. It's like, didn't I tell you not to such and such? And then they have this remorse and, you know, and it's like, why did you do that? And, of course, they get disciplined, but it does not take away our love that we have for them. Yeah. And so looking at it from that perspective and in God's eyes and what we've done to him as a whole, but, yeah, he still loved us. He sent his only, his only son to die for us. And then the Bible says, what greater love do we have than to lay down our lives for the brethren? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you're laying down your life for the brethren, there is no, I forgive you, but I'm not going to forget. Right. There's a thing in the world where, well, I can forgive you, mm-hmm. but I won't forget what you did to me. Mm-hmm. I won't ever forget. Yeah. Well, if that was the case, looking at it from God's eyes, there would be no need for Jesus to come if we're not going to forget. Yeah. If God is not going to forget. If that was the case, he could have kept the law. Yeah. Just just, just leave the bulls and the lambs and the, the doves. Just go ahead and just 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 kill them. Yeah. Just just cover it. And in that sense, you can look at it as it's more of a covering when you kind of look at it that way. Mm-hmm. I can forgive you, but I won't forget. Right. Those sins were only covered. God still knew them. Yeah. He hadn't forgotten them. They were still before him. So when we look at it in that point, you're kind of doing it that way when you just say, well, I can forgive you and I won't forget. Well, that's kind of law in a sense. Yeah. It's interesting you brought that point up because when Jesus forgives us, he says he wipes, he yeah. cleanses us from we all clean. unrighteousness. He wipes our sins away. He says our sins are in the sea of forgetfulness as far as the east is from the west. So there is no, he's not reminding, reminded of anything yeah. that we have done when we come to him and we, um, and we, we repent to him. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. When you are in Christ, you have the ability to forgive and to forget. Yeah. You don't have to keep that in you and yeah, to you, keep you that wrong um, there. You know, um, I've been wrong before. And sometimes the people that, is, that are closest to you can hurt you the most. And, um, and it's, a, it's, a, it's difficult. It's hard, you know, and you're right. You replay it and replay it and replay it over and over and over again. And I remember one particular time I had to say, Lord, I know your word says to forgive. And in you, I can. It's difficult for me to forgive by myself right now because I'm hurt. 
but your word says that I can. So in you, I'm going to do this. So help me to forgive this person. Help me to forgive. Take the sting of the hurt away from me. Remove it from me. And guys, I had to say that several times. I had to say it several times, but guess what? It happened. It happened. I forgave that person. I did not hold anything, any, any wrong against them. Um, I was able to love them and, and, um, there was just, there was no, if I, if I saw it again, or if I, cause the devil always try to bring a picture of, of what happened back. There was no pain involved. There was nothing. It was true forgiveness, just like our father forgives us. You know, Jesus was talking to his disciples and it's, uh, it's kind of funny because we, uh, many of us are probably like Peter too and probably would have asked him that same question. But Jesus was talking about this and he says, you know, if your brother uh, offends you, you know, forgive that brother. And of course, it's a whole lot more in it. But Peter came to him and he said, well, how many times do I have to forgive him? <laughs> That's that. <laughs> I'll forgive you, but I ain't going to forgive you. Right. I mean, how many times? I'm sure we all have people in our lives that, that just continuously, you forgive them, and then, man, just at the, it took you all this time to forgive this person, and as soon as you finally got there, they didn't did something else. And then I'll say, well, were you finished with that? No, go, I, I'll pick it back up. Go ahead. It's like we, we have that um, that mindset with people. But then how many of us, and we can be honest here, how, how many of us said, well, God is going to forgive me, so you're going you're gonna to sin anyway, but God is going to forgive me. That's the same thing. I mean, if God is going to forgive us, well, we can sin. And then, well, they're going to do something, but I don't have to forgive. I don't want to forgive them. Mm-hmm. But yet we hold God to a standard of, oh, he's going to forgive us. But when it comes to us, I don't want to forgive them. Right. Right. You know, um, he says, so Peter asked the question, uh, how many times do I have to forgive my brother? And Jesus said, well, 70 times seven. In other words, what he was saying is every single time there is not a number yeah. of times do you forgive and the thing is if jesus says that you can do it whatever he says in his word that you can do you can do and so you can continue continuously forgive your brother or forgive your spouse or forgive your family or forgive your friend or forgive whoever you know whoever it is that that has wronged you you can forgive because you have the nature, if you are part of Jesus, if you have asked him to come into your heart, you have that nature, his nature in you. And that's why you can do it in him. Not of your own flesh, not of your own being. Yeah. We just talked about our being is forgive and forget. His is a complete forgiveness. It's a wiping away. Uh, actually, you said ours is a forgive and forget. Ours is a forgive and not forget. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes, sorry. sorry. I want to clarify that. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But his is a complete wiping away, you know, where you can move on in your life. And the thing about forgiveness, guys, you think, or we may think that um, not forgiving this person is going to hurt that person. Yeah. 
but it doesn't. It's going to hurt you. It hurts you. As well. Maybe even more so because you're the one that's going to be carrying that, <clears throat> excuse me, carrying that, that hurt. Yeah. That, that burden of unforgiveness. And then we know that unforgiveness turns into bitterness. And mm-hmm. you look at people when, they, when they've been wronged and their speech, their, their uh, communication, their conversation with you is always from that skewed mindset. And then you can tell that, oh, you still got some issues there. You you need to let that go. You know, mm-hmm. you, you yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Your whole you mindset let that go. is just is like is, yeah. why is everything your whole mindset is revolved around this this, this one act this of one act betrayal because hurt you, you, or whatever. You're hurt. You you haven't forgiven this person, and then you may say yes, I have, but then your speech is always going to be talking about what this person did, or from your standpoint of. You were wrong. You can't move on with your life. Like, why? Just just forget about it. Yeah. And then you'll I'm sure there'll be much more there'll be much more happiness and joy in your life if you just let that go. Cause I I don't like being around a person. Who likes being around a person that's still got issues about something that happened so many years ago? Well, it also causes you to become a victim. You you yeah. you develop this victim mentality. Because of something that somebody did to you ages ago. Yeah. And again, we're not saying that it wasn't right. We're not saying that it wasn't wrong, you know, or that, it, that yeah, that it wasn't wrong. We're saying that you must release it and mm-hmm. you must forgive it, forgive that person, whether it's a parent, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a brother, sister, friend. You must forgive that person so then that you can move on with your life because you're really only holding yourself back. Yeah. You know, you're not holding anybody else back. That person may may be going on with their life and even thought twice about you. Mm -hmm. And here you are still stuck in the past about what so-and-so did unto me. You know, it's it's really a burdensome thing. Yeah. But when you experience the, the... the true gift of forgiveness, how, as Abram was talking about, how many times have we slapped God in his face with our lifestyles? Yeah. How many times have we um, disobeyed him? Yeah. You know. We try to hold people to the standards of righteousness that we don't even hold ourselves to. Yeah. It's like this person isn't God. They, they are, you know, people that make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when they make that mistake on you, we want to hold them to it, knowing that you're probably going to make a mistake as well. Yeah. It's like we, we can't have it both ways. We can't be looking at each other, you know, and basically with an evil, evil eye and thinking that I'm okay. They're the one that's doing wrong. Yeah. Your whole mindset with that, you're doing wrong before God. Mm-hmm. So you ain't no better. Yeah. So it's might as well just forgive yeah and forget yeah you know it's a it's it's a lot of reasons why people are sick yeah if we're going to be honest this this forgiveness thing it's a lot of reasons why people um can't prosper yeah in their life because they harbor such unforgiveness Mm -hmm. um it's a it it holds back a lot yeah but it's such a freedom when you do forgive yeah it's like a burden is lifted from you when i 
when I uh, talked about what I what what I had to do, and I knew when I knew when it happened, I knew when it was true forgiveness. It was like a burden lifted off of me, mm-hmm. and it was so much peace, and it was so much. Um, it's like it's like you know I, we have a pressure cooker. And once you finish with that pressure cooker, you have to um, let the steam out. And so you, you push this button and it's all this steam, mm-hmm. you know, because it was all pressurizing it to cook the food faster. And then all this steam just burst out. That's how it is. You know, when you forgive, it's like you're pushing yeah, that button. And release. And it's a release. And all of that bitterness, all of that anger, mm-hmm. all of that um, burden just comes out of you and it's you are free you're yeah. you're light you know you're you're much lighter mm-hmm. and then you could begin to uh well f- first of all then the lord can forgive you because he says if you don't forgive your brother i can't forgive you and he yeah. can't go against his word and like you said prayers will not be answered prayers won't be you're answered. gonna continually pray about a certain thing and wondering why don't I have this? I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, Lord. Well, He says you must forgive first. Forgive. You know, we know that. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, the uh, Lord's Prayer. You know, forgive me and forgive me my trespasses. Yeah, trespasses. I, I may forgive others, others their, their trespasses. trespasses. So it's all it's, through His Word. It's something that may be hard to do it because people are always doing us wrong it seems you got people on your job throwing you under the bus mm-hmm. and you can't then that's where love comes in saying that yeah, you can't be forgiveness offended. and love is hand in hand yeah you don't be offended don't take offense because people are going to do it that's that's who they are um and a lot of times when you're married you may have issues and then you say oh, we settled it then the next time something come up, you're going to bring that back up. Mm-hmm. Wait, I thought you forgave me. Yep. Well, I did, but I ain't forget. Right. <laughs> you know, that's right. what comes up. But that ain't true forgiveness. That's mm-hmm. not true repentance. You know, we have to, as if it never happened. That's right. That's how we have to deal with these things. And how do you know when you truly have forgiven and, and forget, if you will, it's that, again, when the devil brings that picture back to you, because that's what he's going to do, because mm-hmm. he's the accuser of the brethren. When he brings it back up to you, whatever wrong happened to you, there's no pain associated yeah. with it. There's no sting. It doesn't mm. make you mad all over again. Yeah, you know, you when, know when someone is telling a story, and it could have happened years ago, but you still hold that same passion as if it happened yesterday. We may say, when that happened? Sound like that happened just yesterday. Right. I mean, that that passion is still there. You can see it in their eyes and their voice and their movements and gestures. And he was like, okay, you sure you're over that or not? You know? Yeah. You know, um, so forgiveness is key. We just finished. I think we talked about this in this last book. I mean, last podcast. But um, we've been reading a book by Dimitri Dudeman. And he has a part in there that was just so um, special. And Jesus came and visited him. And I don't know if he came and visited him, but anyways, he told him, he said, I never get tired of forgiving. Mm -hmm. That is just the best. Because the best of Christians messed up. 
who you and think. And the best of Christians get tired. You would say some of them get tired, can of, get forgiving, tired of forgiving. forgiving. But our Lord never gets tired of forgiving us. Yeah. Doesn't mean that we sin on purpose. No. <laughs> you know. No, because the Bible that says, should you continue to sin that grace may abound? No, God, God forbid. forbid. No, no, no. That's not what we're talking about here. Um, but we have this covenant with our Lord that if we sin, that we can come to him and we can confess yeah. our sins and he'll forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, you know, and in turn, we can forgive others yeah. for their wrongdoings yeah. and we can restore them in love you know sometimes you just forgiving that person can help that person get saved yeah you know i don't wish i don't wish my worst enemy to go to hell i don't wish that on my worst enemy in fact if you separate who's the cause of it you have to understand that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood that's what mm -hmm. the bible says but we wrestle against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in the air. There's an unseen force that, that you're wrestling against. And so when you understand what is the purpose and reason behind it, it helps you to separate the person from the sin. Mm -hmm. And it helps you to release them from that sin and to forgive them and then to pray for them. Yeah. That the Lord will forgive them and that they'll come to know the knowledge of him. Yeah, a lot of times people say, how can you do that? I, I just couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why. Yeah. That, that is why the love of God is in you, and it says that it is to be shared abroad. Yeah. It's, it's not the love of man that, that does that. Yeah. You know, you see these um, public announcement commercials where they're saying, oh, we just need to love more, and, and the world will be a better place. No, it's, it will not be. Yeah. That is man's love. Man's love is tainted by the devil we are all born in sin shaped yeah. in iniquity so that that love will not get the job done mm -hmm. the only way that it will work is the love of god mm -hmm. and we are to be saved and then we're able to walk out that love that is that comes in us that is the only way to work and when we try to do things out of our own mind and our own strength it does not produce the fruits of righteousness yeah yeah, I'll finish it up with this story. And um, like you said, we always like to give examples of our own self. And I'll just finish up on this. Several years ago, 2013, my own brother was, was murdered. And I remember nobody ever wants to get that call. And people all over the world getting calls like that, even today, unfortunately. But no one wants to get that call. But we got that call that uh, that he was. And I remember I was fasting during that time. In fact, I was on a 40-day fast. And thank God I was um, because I had, I had buffeted my body, you know, and I was at a place where I could, I could truly hear from the Lord. But anyways, when I got that call, instantly, instantly, I knew, and this is a true story. Abram was Abram was there after I got off the phone with the detective and with my 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 mom and sisters and brothers, all of that. I went downstairs, and of course I'm in tears, but I went downstairs, 
And the first thing, one of the first things that I did was say, Lord, I know I need to forgive whoever has done this. Because I knew, one, for me personally, if I didn't forgive, it was going to weigh down, weigh, weigh me down. And two, if I wanted the hand of God to be at work in this case, then I needed to be blameless also before him. And so I asked him again, this is another time, but I asked him again, help me to forgive. I don't know the ins and outs of all that has happened, but when somebody is taken from you and you don't get a chance to say, you know, that you love them and get a chance to say goodbye, it's very difficult. But I said, Lord, help me to forgive. And he did. And he helped me to forgive. So that may be you. You may have it. You may be having a really tough time in forgiving a person. You may say, hey, yeah, I mean, I hear you and I know I need to, but I can't do it. I say to you, you can go get on your knees and say, Lord, help me to forgive so and so. Remove the sting of what that person did to me. Help me to move on from this. Help me to stop playing this over and over in my mind. Father, help me to forgive and help me to love.